what are you what are you doing i look at man i i'm I, i'm sorry but that's mine i i get that's yours but like i feel like that's the key to your success and i it is some, and, but listen if we ran nintendo really need some love and i figured if i did that that's what i'm here for but that's not the same kind of love stop it but you need to do your thing right, people you're need the to go nintendo listen. guru just go listen i go, do my thing please go listen to if you're in nintendo how about that? Can yeah. I do that? Well, that's that's. I'll bake. I'll bake people to bed. I'll bake people. It's to on listen. iTunes, right? It's on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Okay, Stitcher. It's Google really, Play. it's really big at We the Nerdy. It is big on WeTheNerdy.com. Yeah. So that is all. That is all. I love you. I love you. Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 66 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every single Monday. Thank you for listening, and thank you for hitting subscribe. Thank you for rating us on iTunes, five stars with a little blurby blurb. Anything you write is better. Then, then nothing, I suppose, unless it's uh, you give five stars and then you give a negative word. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? So thank you for doing things that make sense. And if you're new and none of this is making sense to you, here's the deal. Uh, every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about video games. And if you want to be part of the show, tweet at me. It's Sean Capri. At Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants on Twitter. It's just like just like that. That's all That's all that happened with me and Barry Dunn. We're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch. I knew that he had a chance to go play it, so I was like, I need that dude. I need to talk to a person who, who has played it. It's like Cartman after he saw the Terrence and Phillip movie. I needed to touch him uh, virtually uh, across the Pacific Ocean by power of Skype and whatnot. Um, I'm excited for you guys to hear our conversation. We're going to switch over to Barry in, in a little bit, but as we do... I, uh, I want to check in on you, first of all. I hope you're okay. I hope that you had a great weekend. I hope you've enjoyed all the conversation about Nintendo Switch. I hope you're not overloaded because you're going to get a little bit more. Um, we had some conversations over uh, at we, If We Ran Nintendo and the GeekCast. Things got a little excited, but I think Bobby and I are okay. We talked it out. We still love each other very much. Um, some difference of opinions, though. I was not thrilled with, obviously, with that um, that presentation. I think many people were not as well. And I understand, like, as a Nintendo fan, I just want them to do very... I just want them to do well. And I feel like any negativity that is out there, you can start to take it very personally. You start to think, like, don't even put it out there. Don't put the negative vibes out there because then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of thing. So I get it. But let's be realistic here. There are still many questions to be answered. There, are, even the whole presentation itself. We go over this on if we ran Nintendo. We 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 wanted to fix that a little bit. There are certain things that that I would do differently. Sure, um, one thing maybe being like have all the games that you have possible, just have them out there. So I've come around though because immediately after the the presentation, I was thinking. Uh, pre-order that is not going to happen i was not really excited to go out and give my 400 canadian dollars 
to Nintendo. I didn't think that they did a very good job convincing me that their product was worth my my money. Now, here's the other part. The reason I didn't bring this up in the conversation is, um, well, this this one important piece of information is that I have a gift card. I've been and I have been saving for the NX since last year. I was convinced the NX was coming out last year. This time, uh, January 2016, I'm like, I'm just going to put some money aside. Then I can just go buy it whenever it comes out. So that's not the issue. And and it's different for everybody. So I didn't, I don't want to comment on that. I just felt like Nintendo didn't do a very good job of convincing me that I absolutely needed to go push people out of the way and spend my bottom dollar on it. If it was my bottom dollar, I don't think that I would. Later, sure. Day the year one and day one situ- uh, conversation is an interesting one because yes, year one probably one of the best years in in gaming the, as far as a rookie season. That sounds it sounds amazing to me. But day one, when I buy that thing, I spend four hundred dollars and I bring it home. Nintendo is damn lucky that they got Zelda because that's ultimately what did it. I want to play Zelda on the bus, and despite they're not really going over, really just. The way people are going to experience this this console, the way that it's so different from anything we've had in the past from our consoles, going from either TV mode to handheld mode, that's one thing, but also having the opportunity to buy a second dock so that you're not locked in on one TV. That's, I play a lot of my games in the basement, but I still like hanging out on the main floor. I don't always like to be locked down in the dungeon. Um, sometimes Chelsea will be cooking a lovely meal. And what I've done in the past, actually, is I've brought up my PlayStation 4, because uh, it's quick and easy. You just, the power power cord and the HDMI, take it out. And then I go upstairs where we do have a PS3 sitting there and it's the same cords. I take out the power cord out of my PS3, I plug it in my PS4, HDMI, and I'm set. So I actually do this thing where I will change my gaming location very quickly, but I would rather do that with the Switch because you can just pop it out. It looks very easy. But I'm having to do all this math by myself. I'm starting to have to like, okay, why do I want this thing? Like I'm having to rationalize it to myself and and think about all the selling points, but a good marketing campaign, good presentation should do that for me. It should make me think of these things I hadn't thought of before to then make me go, why wouldn't I buy this thing? So anyways, you can hear a lot more of my thoughts and conversation about Nintendo Switch and the rollout of this thing over on If We Ran Nintendo uh, and the GeekCast. We did our our live reactions. And I just thought I would touch on that just a little bit, just in case you hadn't heard enough switch. I'm sure this is, <laughs> this is probably the fifth or sixth podcast you've listened to with some sort of switch focus, but I feel like we've got something a little special for you guys with Barry Dunn. He went hands-on and we're going to, again, we're going to switch over in just a second, maybe a few more seconds. I've got lots to talk about. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a week since I talked to you like this. I hope that Here's the thing that I hope that is going well. I hope your laundry situation is good. It's something that maybe we take for granted. I don't know why I just thought of that, but I hope that right now, if you're if you're on your way to work, or maybe you are at work, or maybe you're maybe you're having a poop right now. Um, I hope that your t-shirt is fresh. I hope your socks are clean. I hope your underwear is nice and not. I hope your I hope it doesn't have too many holes in it. Um, I think maybe one hole might be too many, but depends. <laughs> I won't judge. I hope your laundry situation is is on track. I hope your New Year's resolutions. Do you have one? Think about it right now. Do you have a New Year's resolution? I heard that it takes 21 days to solidify a habit. Is that is that a real thing? So you're you're coming close. Five days away from that thing being real. 
I don't even know. Um, I want to direct your attention to a little podcast, not a little podcast, an awesome podcast called Play Some Video Games that I was on, PSVG. We talk Switch. Um, and what what a gracious couple dudes there are over there. So Donnie and Nathan had me on. Uh, normally it's a rotating cast, but I I was grateful because that's been a long time coming. We've we've been in the in the podcast universe, our planets swirling around each other, and finally they collided. And I just have to say, if you ever want to listen to a show with listener questions and and hosts that respond with just utter graciousness, this stuff, the, the niceness that makes you almost want to throw up, but you won't because that's a weird reaction to to kindness. Uh, amazing, great time over on PSVG. Check it out uh, for even more thoughts on <laughs> from me on Nintendo Switch and from from actually, if you want super positive uh, or fairly positive, even. That's where you'll find it, PSVG. So I had a great time with those guys on Friday night, and it it, it uh, published on Saturday. I'm gonna a couple more things before we switch over to Barry Dunn. What what are you playing? I want to know what you guys are what you guys are up to. There's it's kind of a weird lull time here. You can catch up on things that came out over the holidays and Christmas time before the madness starts all over again for 2017. It's coming. You guys can feel it. It's Resident Evil's right around the corner. Horizon Zero Dawn mass effect the nintendo switch zelda all these things are coming so i hope you're wrapping things up i certainly am with watchdogs 2 what a journey i've been on with this game i don't know if you guys have played this my first impressions were that it's just like any other open world game these endless things to do the sandbox just drive around from one place to another i was really if you if you guys listen back a few few maybe months ago i guess now I was really starting to think I was burnt out, but turns out I just needed something interesting. And I really like the hacking that goes on with this. I like the team, the DeadSec team, I think is is intriguing and I'm enjoying hanging out with those guys. And one girl, that's, I guess, pretty typical. Um, but really it's the puzzles. Like every now and then it'll ask you to unlock like a network or some sort of uh, interference. You're trying to break in and hack into something. And as cheesy as this is, because I'm sure this isn't what hacking is, but it ult- it ultimately be, it's like a, it's like a basic line puzzle. It's like, it's like the witness for dummies. That's basically what Watch Dogs 2 is, although not even close, but it is, it's a, it's a number of uh, line puzzles, uh, kind of like a maze trying to draw from one end to another with different, um, straightaways and uh, elbow like 90 degree angle turns to take the signal from the source and unlock the the network that you're trying to break into these are really actually quite interesting there's some time trials that are sort of in there where you're you're pressured by either a guard that's going to come find you or when you make one move it starts it's going to track you and you got to you got to finish the hack before it before it finds you some really interesting stuff and before i know it I'm just doing all these different things, drone races and cart races and driving around the city and doing all my Uber missions. It's kind of like crazy taxi where you pick up a person, but I'm, I'm loving it so much. And, and I think that I'm probably 30 or 40 hours into this game. And suddenly I'm, I'm only a couple of trophies away from the platinum. And I feel like that's the, that's the sign of a really great game, a nice trophy balance on there as well. I am on the road to Platinum Watchdogs. I have said it out loud on the internet. It has to happen. I feel like I've done some of the harder stuff, like a giant, like 140 meter, which is weird that they did meters, but anyway, a big jump. 
You have to also take a picture of somebody vomiting. That was a pain in the butt. But for the most part, there's a lot of things that you'll do by playing this game and having fun. And I like the trophy list in this. I'm having a great time. If you manage to pick it up on sale, then even better. But Watch Dogs 2 has sort of surprised me. It landed at a good good place where I didn't really have other things going. I was I was wandering around my games collection, and I sort of landed on that. So I, I pledged to finish that probably this week. I, I'm narr- I'm basically the only trophies that I've got left are mission trophies. So I think that I'll I'll finish that up. And if you guys have played Watch Dogs too, I'm curious as your thoughts. If you, it took me a while to love it, and I think that I do love it. And uh, it's just that's the nature of some of these bigger games. They take a little while, and I get that. Nobody has time for every one of these games, um, such as Final Fantasy 15. This is another big game that I ignored for a little while. I'm not that excited about it, but I'm excited enough to have place a reservation you know it at the library i'll be picking that game up probably right after or just in time uh after i finish watchdogs 2 final fantasy 15 has my name on it and it's waiting for me i'm gonna play it for free uh, i get it for three weeks so i will let you know in case you were wondering what my thoughts on final fantasy 15 i don't have a huge um history with with final fantasy i've i know of the games i've played them a little bit but mostly it's neighbor matt of course playing Final Fantasy, and my brothers, I think, finished Final Fantasy VII about 14 times, which is, I don't even know how you do that. But I guess, do I have anything else to tell you guys? Is that, um, that's about it. I think I'll, I'll wrap it here, because there's other... I'm feeling better, in case you were wondering. This week was much happier. Um, working on some renovations, that's always fun. But I really want to switch over to my conversation with Barry Dunn. You can follow him on Twitter at nin impact gaming he's got an amazing set of videos coming up on youtube.com i think they're live right now actually youtube.com slash nintendo impact gaming so let's get into it here he is nintendo impact gaming barry done Has it it's, like actually? Yeah, it is. Like I went to what was it? Like I was awake for like twenty eight hours, you know, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> no way. And then I got like two hours sleep, and then I went to see uh, Le Miz in the West End to see a show. Yeah. And then I got like maybe whatever seven hours sleep, and then I, I got up at seven o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and then I went to the thing after eight o'clock. So and waited in line, and that was it. Oh my gosh, dude, that is. Awesome. So, are you still kind of like on a high from this whole thing? Oh, like I can talk all day about the thing if you want me to. I have no problem talking about Switch and just saying whatever about it. Because I'm, I've been kind of like going back and forth. I'm like, man, like I want to really like get to know Barry a little bit. Like I want to know, like, okay, so let me ask this. I want to. I have a couple questions before we get into the Nintendo Switch stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to know, like, are where are you from originally? Like, what's your family heritage? Because. You don't really look like your typical Irishman. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever told you this before. Has the podcast started officially or? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just making sure here. It's just like That's the, the way things go. That's the way things go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, basically, I'm from Romania. Uh, I'm adopted. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was five months when I was adopted. So I've been pretty much here all my life, if you get me. Yeah, totally. Holy cow. Yeah. So... 
okay, so the the Romanian we're. I know that there is a big thing in Romania, big uh, like an orphanage and a lot of adoptions. Like, was there a story? Are you part of like that giant movement of Romanian <laughs> babies that were just kind of like shipped all over the world? Like, what's what's the story? Well, that well, from what I've been told, that uh, like I my family, like I, I was sick when I was born because I had a sister before me who died. Oh my gosh! And, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it's, uh, I think it's okay, but <laughs> <laughs> no, like I haven't met her. You know what I mean? Sure, I sure, sure. Her, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but like my family, uh, like I was sick, so my family put me up for adoption. And funny is, like my mom wanted to adopt a child when uh, always when she was younger, and then yeah. she went. Uh, she actually went to Romania to look for a girl, and she brought home a girl. Me. <laughs> 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 like, shouldn't she have known? Like, there's there's a pretty quick way to check that. Oh, I'm I'm only messing. No, but like, uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, like she, she just, uh, I guess she fell in love with me. You know, yeah. my mom and dad. So that's fascinating. And... You're just you just charmed them right out of the crib. I should hope so. <laughs> you just had the smile, and I'm gathering the hair was there as well. Just I'm picturing like a baby, but with like your head. I was actually, I guess, uh, like a hairy baby. Uh, like I, I can show you photos <laughs> after of me when I was younger, like. I actually have I, I have curly hair naturally, believe it or not. Yeah, no, I believe it. I definitely yeah. you get the eyebrows and the hair just like in Thanks. baby form. Yeah, I have the weirdest eyebrows ever. It's like you know, it goes up like you know, like an angle here, and like it cuts off there. You know what the best thing is? You know what you have? You have uh, there's a there's a me character that you have Nintendo me character eyebrows. Yeah, like you can definitely pick exactly what you've got. I I can never really get the eyes right. Like you've got. You're like a, a handsome, humanized version of the of the me that everybody else is creating, trying to make it look like them. How's that? Well, my me character is pretty handsome, I must say. Oh, I, I don't doubt it, and I bet it's a spitting image of you, which is <laughs> which is awesome. The smile and all the stuff is just it's just amazing. So, okay, adoption story here. Um, so you're adopted very, very young. Um, you're growing up, you're, you're learning the ways of the world. Do you know, like at what point, do you know immediately that you're not like your parents? Like you, you don't have the freckles, which I'm picturing, uh, your parents probably do being <laughs> the lovely Irish couple that they are. Um, at what point do you realize you're not, you're, you're not their natural born son? Well, I was told pretty young to be or honest. Or do you know so. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't just spoil Wait, that what? I'm a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what's that discovery like yeah i think i was maybe three or four years old when i was told but i'm glad for oh, me personally, very early yeah i i'm glad i was told young than later on but totally. it's like it's like wait a sec are we related kind of thing you know? <laughs> <laughs> why am i growing so much taller than you actually well i'm taller than my, than my mom my dad's taller than me Oh, but, uh, I know yeah, but, a couple who's adopted. Uh, uh, they adopted a daughter, and um, it, it's amazing because the daughter actually looks a lot like the mom. Really? And, and so it's very close, and it's very kind of like, oh yeah, we're really gonna have to explain this one. But yeah, it's very interesting if like if cultures are different and just the, the appearances are very different. They must have decided that well, that would have been a, a big factor for telling you very very early on. Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm pretty glad that they told me sure. early on. So like, I guess you know, it was like, 
I had this story when I was younger, like I wanted to build this kind of this bridge over to Romania and so I can just go visit them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, do you know I, the I story? Had... Do you know the heritage or anything like that of what's back there? Like well, in terms I'll of tell your you family? this. Uh, well, I know, see, the, like I've seen photos, baby photos of me and like the food looked looked horrible, looked disgusting. Yeah. Like I remember seeing this picture of ribs, but it just didn't look appealing at all if you get me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, I guess, photos of the place where I lived, and it just wasn't nice. And like, I feel like really lucky. Yeah. Like, I I would have died. I was told if I wasn't, you know, adopted. They literally so, like, saved your life. Yeah, like me and you wouldn't be talking right now. And you likely. wouldn't have played the switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so when do you like do you ever get to reflect on that i know like life just kind of gets in the way and like all of a sudden we've got our day-to-day and like how often does this kind of like cross your mind that holy crap i'm i'm alive here today because of of my parents adopting me from another country like what are the chances that the the odds are mind-boggling yeah no like i don't mean to sound bad but like i guess it's because i'm so used to being like i've been here all my life again, yeah. since i was five months so I just kind of, you know, live every day. Like, I, I don't call them, you know, by their first name, Marion or David. But, like, I just call them mom and dad as normal. Of course, yeah. So, uh, but what's funny is, like, my favorite game character of all time is Mario. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite game series of all time. And my dad, my biological father, looks like Mario, believe it or not. Oh, it's quite funny. I love it. It's like a whole nature and nurture thing here happening. And what's even better, my real name, like, my... my uh, Birth I guess name? by I don't know. Yeah, bird name was Marius, which is the real name for Mario. That is so cool. That's a great name. Yeah. But you're you look more like a berry to me. Maybe it's just cuz that's how I've come to know you, but you're mm. definitely you're definitely a berry. Okay, yeah, so you're Yeah, she was thinking uh sorry, she was thinking no, Barry okay. or Leroy. Oh, both are great. Uh, <laughs> and what's funny is Dunn is Irish for brown. Yep. So, like, singer, you know the song Leroy Brown? That could have, you know, made sense. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Okay, so you're growing up as a kid. Like, are you, like, what, is it? Is it a weird thing or is it just very natural that you're just growing up around other Irish kids and, like, you just don't even think about it? Or is there, was it, was it tough growing up being different? Because, like, in Canada, everybody's different. But yeah. I'm not sure if that's necessarily the same in, in Ireland, especially a lot of European countries where it's very, uh, like a lot of people are, are of the same upbringing, same culture. Um, is it different for that? I'm not sure what, what the environment is like in, in Ireland. Yeah, I guess it was a little different. Like someone, like this is just ridiculous. Like when I was first here, someone asked me, well, I asked my mom, like what accent is he going to have? <laughs> you know, <laughs> He just, just started speaking Romanian just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm programmed with Romanian from the get-go. Yeah, you know? yeah it doesn't really work Perfect. like that. No, it doesn't. That's, that's just stupid. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I guess, like, people, like I guess, would look at me, you know. But I think I was, like, one of the first kind of brown people in where I lived in, in Dundalk here in Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, I was... Uh, no, like I was. I think as I got older, I kind of got like a small bit bullied, if that mm, makes sense. You yeah, know? totally. With, with the way uh, I looked and stuff, you know, like even I don't know if I should say this, but even like my, my brothers and sister here was kind of like bully me. Mm-hmm. But I, I oh, guess wow. it, I think it's like one of those kind of like phase things that get me. Mm-hmm. I don't think they mean like out of disrespect. 
it just it's just like a phase thing. I don't know. I couldn't totally. tell you, but yeah. Okay, so where do video games come in for you then? So you're you're growing up in a in a strange land. Your brother and sister are bullying you. Everybody's redheaded and leprechauns everywhere. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm sorry. Um, where That's do you, right. where? where <laughs> that's what everybody else thinks. We'll just go. I know. Yeah. That. Don't mind it. We'll go on. Um, so where where do you, where does the where does the, the obsession for Nintendo start for you? Well, the obsession starts from the Super Nintendo. Nice. Uh, and the first game I ever played is still to this day one of my favorite games of all time. And I played it yesterday on the way home on my new 3DS, which is uh, Donkey Kong Country. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good pick. That was the first. I, you remember picking that? Like, was it a bundle? There was a bundle of the Super Nintendo with the with Donkey Kong Country. Is that how you came across it? Well, I remember, like, you know, I was three years old, and my dad. Oh, I'm guessing he got it for us at the time. Yeah, I just played it. Like, Your memory is impeccable, by the way. Remembering Thanks. things at three years old is amazing to me. I can still remember the old house, believe it or not. That's amazing. I love that. Okay, so you're three years old. You're playing Super Nintendo Donkey Kong Country. How does it come yeah. into your house? Uh. Like, it just, the experience was absolutely amazing. And, like, yeah. I, to me, to this day, I still think it's better than the new ones. Yep. Well, I do, the too. First, the, the first two, I think. The, the third one I got, I played, it was the last year for the first time. I just thought it was terrible. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I've taken a lot of heat for that. So I'm glad somebody at least agrees with me on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, like, even visually for its time, it was amazing for a Super Nintendo game. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. Okay, so Super Nintendo is where things start. You eventually grow up, because I want to get to the Nintendo Switch here as well, but you eventually grow up to just want to create content. Like, where does Nintendo Impact Gaming start? And is there is there a time in your life where you're creating other types of content that lead into that? Or was this your kind of first foray into YouTube and all these things? Yeah, I don't know. It was, I guess the whole thing is weird how it turned out. But, like, I'm, <laughs> it's a... I guess it was like accidental, but I'm glad, you know, because like, I get to talk to people like you and yeah, you know and Bobby as well. It's just uh, like Bobby's I made okay. so many. F- ah, he, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I <joke. laughs> I'm not the only one who said it. <laughs> he knows, like he's he, he's probably watching, going, "You fucking asshole," yeah. kind of whatever. <laughs> well, he actually he want he I said, "Do you have any questions for Barry? I can pass along." And his his question for you was, uh, "Why is Barry such a lovely motherfucker?" Uh, because I look like caramel. No, they, that's oh, fine. that's a great answer. That's a great. Look okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. How do you, how does um, Nintendo Impact Gaming start? Um, and yeah, so I, I have a couple other questions, but I want to I want to start yeah. there. Yeah. Where do you start creating content for for YouTube? Yeah. Well, like in sixth year in uh, secondary school, I don't know how to, you're in high school. Basically, what you know, mm-hmm. Americans call it. Uh, it was my last year. I was seventeen and. One of the teachers is like, you know, what does he want to do after school? And, like, to be honest, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I've always liked art, but I didn't want to do art at the time because of the the theory stuff, you know, art history. Like, to me, I have no interest at all. Boring. Yeah. So I liked the, the practical stuff more sure. than the theory. Yep. And then my auntie told me about this uh, PLC course. It's a like a post-leaving cert uh, course in creative multimedia, which is you have uh, video work, you have graphics you have audio editing as well. You know, you can, it's basically like a, it's a vast majority of a lot of stuff in the media today. Like this, is, this here is multimedia, yep. me and you, communicating. And it just went from there. And like 
one of the projects I had to do, like we had to like create our own like like magazine cover and our own kind of website and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huh, I, like I love Nintendo, I love video games, and I had a, I then I, I just came up with the concept of impact gaming. Yeah. Oh, nice. But, yeah, and then see what well, I looked online. People had already called you know whatever themselves impact gaming. So I just called myself Nintendo Impact Gaming. Nice, nice. And then it just kind of continued from there. Like, I started doing this channel after I left college, you know. Something to do. It's basically mm-hmm. builds up my portfolio as such, you know, of, of my work as I'm learning as I go in life. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. I love that. Okay, so that I, – man, I'm going to have to have you back on because I'm going to run out of time with you here. Because I love the content you're creating. I wanted to get to know you just a, just a little bit. But yeah. I was very excited to learn <laughs> – well, no, I actually want to. I'll, I'll go. I could go real deep. We've gone. We've gone into some like very deep origin stories here on We the Gamer Cast. But I, I definitely wanted to pick your brain at the Nintendo Switch. You've actually held it in your hands. You've pressed. Yeah. The, you've held. You know what it's like to feel a controller fill up with three imaginary ice cubes. I'm gathering. Yeah. So, actually, I want to talk about how you came to. Uh, how you how this opportunity presented itself to you, and how you seized the day that you were able to go to the to the Nintendo. This is a very exclusive thing. Like how yeah, did how time. did how did this opportunity come to you? Well, Nintendo, if you didn't see online, sent around emails if you wanted to win a chance to play the Switch at an, uh, an event in the UK. You know, you enter email and that's it. And I got picked in the first draft, but like this was like the day before my birthday or something. It was. I was just so lucky. No kidding. So was this public, or was this if you had um, a YouTube channel, or you were some uh, like if you were press? Oh, it was public. Oh my god, the odds are crazy. You yeah. just you just win. Uh, do you buy the lottery ticket? Do you buy lottery tickets? Do they have the no. lottery in Ireland? Oh uh, yeah, it, it, <laughs> Irish lottery. But, you know, Euromans. But I have no interest in lottery. You're just chasing like rainbows for the pot of gold. Is that yeah. I don't, no? That's a terrible joke. <laughs> okay, so you're picked it. You're picked at random, which is hilarious because it reminds me of my dad, who um, he heard that Nine Inch Nails were coming, and he knows that I like like some metal music, so he automatically assumes that I love Nine Inch Nails, which I don't. I like them; they're fine. But he heard that they were coming. There's this contest on the radio, and he's like, "I'm gonna go win you tickets to Nine Inch Nails so that you can go." And I'm like, "Okay, like good luck with that. That's your plan for me to go to Nine Inch Nails. You're gonna go win tickets." And he's like, "Yeah." Two days later, he calls me up. He's like, yeah, I won those tickets, so like, we're going to Nine Inch Nails. What? How does that work? Like, Could you go like plan to win me a million dollars, too? Like, just Anyway, so you, you're picked at random to go, and do you get an email? Do you get a call? Like, What's your reaction? I would have been jumping up out of my chair. Yeah, like I have the Yahoo Mail app on my phone, and I looked at it. I goes, I goes holy crap. But I was like, no, no this, can't be for, this can't be legit. I actually went onto my laptop. <laughs> To check it out, <laughs> nice. and I, I'm there going, excuse the language again. I'm I'm there going, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to this. This is gonna be huge for my channel. Mm-hmm. That is huge. So where it's where was it? Was it close to you? Is you have to book travel? You have to make arrangements for this sort of thing? Yeah, like I went to London in the UK. Oh my and gosh! Yeah, but like like the, the flights and everything, you know, pay for accommodation. Like I yeah. flew over on the Friday. And like I didn't mind paying because it's the experience of a lifetime for me. Oh anyway, no, kidding! Is. Okay, so you're able to go. What? Okay, so you land in London and you're you're heading over. I'm gathering in some sort of cab or something, and you're approaching. Like, what's the building like? Like, paint the picture for me. Like, what is 
what have they set up for you? Well, when you get there, like you go in and you have to like you, like basically sign in as in you know give your name for registration, mm-hmm. and I saw you this here. You get one of these cool kind of tags. Oh, he's still wearing it. I love it. Yeah, oh, dude, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, well later on. I haven't got it here, but throughout the night you get to you get this, like uh, this card and you get stamps for each game you play. Yeah. Like on the list you have Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. For, to me, it's my favorite game on the show. Nice. Uh, and then there was like the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I didn't get to play it, but I did ask a couple uh, a girl if I could record her playing just mm-hmm. so I get it from the channel. You know, uh, Splatoon Two, absolutely amazing to play. Mm-hmm. And then when you get all these twelve stamps, you get a cool pin. It's oh, still dude. <laughs> And not <laughs> one, awesome. okay? Not one, but I got two to take home with me. Oh. I'm going to give one away in the competition. Oh, that is so awesome. Okay, so you get there. There Are we talking dozens, hundreds, thousands <laughs> of people all around? Oh, there was. Uh, there had to be at least maybe 150, about that, I'm guessing. What a select. You won one of 150 spots in here? Like, See, give the thing or take? Is, yeah, press was on Saturday. Sure. Sorry, press was on the Friday. We were on Saturday. Yeah. And there was people on, uh, there was public as well on Sunday. Yeah. So you're talking about maybe 300 to maybe four, 500. I, I don't know exact number, you know, sure, for sure, public. Sure. But crowded um, kind of yeah, thing, was, like people yeah, bumping into each other. Big crowd, yeah. Okay, so what are the what are the emotions running at this time are you like i have to imagine you just don't even know where to start or do you have like an action plan like you know that you're going for your channel you're going to get some game footage you're going to report back on some things that you're seeing are you are you action or are you just whatever happens let's let's see what goes on or are you planned or what's going on well i guess you know i go in and have a look it's like you know what exactly do we do the first game I see in front of me when I walk in this Mario Kart 8, and I think for me it makes sense because I just love that franchise so sure. much. And, you know, I, just, I go down there, like, we all had a queue up, you know, and then, like, everyone's just, you know, gathering, running in, you know, <laughs> you know running to Zelda. See, I didn't go to Zelda at all because that's where everyone's going to go. So yeah, it makes sense smart. to go to other places. Mm-hmm. So you get a go of, 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 of as much as you can. Very smart. So, yeah, I go to Mario Kart 8, and... I'm playing uh, on portable mode, you know, handheld mode, and yeah. it is absolutely amazing. Okay, talk to me about this thing. Tell, wh- how does it feel? You pick it up for the very first time. You're like, I can't believe it. I'm holding a Nintendo Switch. Like, I've yeah. heard it's very light. Yeah. Tell, talk about the build a little bit. Like, what's your impressions on the build and holding this thing for the first time? It just feels comfortable. It just feels so natural. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> well, obviously, it, it, it's a less chunky Wii U gamepad, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it just it feels great, and see, obviously, there's only so much you can do with certain games because they're not fully finished, you know, for the public. Yeah, but it's it just felt great playing it on, you know, a player local with everyone and having a laugh. Like I, I was kicking ass, Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, Coming you first were for about ninety percent of the match, and then I get hit last, you know, the last uh, few seconds. And I, I, I come fifth. Like, I was coming fourth, and then some guy got ahead of me, just swooped past me, and I came fifth. <laughs> and, you know, it's... That's Mario Kart. It, like, it's... Yeah. That's the way it is. So you're playing with eight people kind of around a table kind of thing, all yeah. playing in handheld mode? Yeah. That, to me, I was talking to Bobby. Like, I, I feel like that was something I really wanted to see in the presentation was they they briefly just kind of spun around the eight consoles, and they put them around. But I wanted to see... Like the madness. I think that that is such a huge part and a huge opportunity for this to be 
huge is that to have I've, I've gonna describe this as like a like a, a land party in the park you could just yeah. go to like gr- grab a couple picnic tables and everybody which I literally like I could imagine doing or going on vacation and having a whole bunch of people just like playing Mario Kart all together like like you were and so what are your impressions on the game itself does it look better does it feel different the same and is that is that bad like what were your kind of thoughts as you're as you're playing in terms of the game itself i don't think there was much of a graphical difference yeah uh it plays like to me it plays like mario kart 8 obviously it's a deluxe version and i think they're going for that you know it's basically eight on the go if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but uh i'm to me personally i'm happy with that there Mm -hmm. because to me it's the best in the series by far it's just a, a great game i think and like the like everything feels so natural when you're playing with the buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like when I was playing Splatoon, like it was, I think it's only then I noticed the right analog stick is below compared to the Wii U gamepad. It's up on top. Right. Yeah. So that changes things. Yeah. That's yeah. It does change things. But like in a big, I know it's a little things to change, but it's a big difference though. Totally. Totally. So was that a negative impact for you, or were you did you kind of quickly adjust? Oh, I quickly adjusted. I, sure. I you know, I just played kicking ass there too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, it's. I like I tried touching the touch screen and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just curious to know what it worked, but it didn't work. And like there was certain restrictions on when I was recording it. Like, you have to record like a body part as well in the video you kind of playing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that is Nintendo's thing. They always want to have they they'll usually have off screen play or off screen yeah. footage, so it shows somebody like having their whatever the input is on it. Yeah, yeah, that's which I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, they won't even let me record the audio input itself from the gamepad. Oh, so so it's just speaker like. Yeah, yeah off the I camera, had, just get whatever yeah, I can. Yeah, so you get all the other noise and everything like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so you're playing Mario Kart. You head over to you head over to Splatoon. What was what was maybe like the biggest surprise of anything that you saw there? Because you knew you were going to get Mario Kart Eight. You knew you were going to yeah. get like does Splatoon. This was another question from Bobby. Like, does Splatoon feel like a sequel to you? Because it like outside we just saw a very brief trailer, um, and we even as we were watching it, we're like, this can't be a sequel. Toby called it. He knew it was going to be Splatoon Two. Does this feel like it's a like more like Mario Kart Eight is, where it's just like a deluxe version or a bit of a port, or does it actually feel like a brand new game, new experience, new game, uh, like a sequel would? Yeah, like it does feel like Splatoon, but a bit better. Like it, like they're deluxe. It, it is kind of a deluxe edition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like there, that impacted me with the get with the right analog stick big time when I was playing mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and when you're playing i don't know i did ask when you're playing in off-screen mode you know in portal mode can you turn off the gyro but the guy didn't know at the time oh okay so i was wondering but like that's very awkward for recording because i had to do it on you know <laughs> yesterday yeah yeah so how did that work uh I, you I had thought, to you had to use gyro yeah see, I, had to, I had to use gyro yeah and then i switched over no pun intended or is it uh, i switched over to uh, the TV, you know, TV mm-hmm, mode, mm-hmm. and that pro controller is absolutely amazing. Oh, is it? It's uh, so good. It looks like it's got quite the grip on it. Like I don't know if it like because the pro controller for the Wii U is very plasticky. I, it's one of my yeah. favorite controllers ever. It lasts forever. Yeah, yeah. But like, does it have like? It, to me, it looks like it's got a bit of a leathery kind of faux leather kind of grip on it. Yeah, I guess just like a couple of the kind of texture bumps 
but uh, no, it feels great though. It doesn't feel as plastic as cheap as yeah. the Wii, uh, Wii U Pro controller. Yeah. But uh, I would love to see if they can maybe. I don't know. It'd be cool if they had like some sort of like touch kind of feature, mm-hmm. like the PS4 controller. You know, the touchpad, mm-hmm. like built in. That'd be cool. Like even for the map, you know, because for Splatoon, you know, I miss having the map personally. Right. Yeah, because now you're selecting like where you're gonna jump to by by pressing a button that corresponds yeah, to a spot in the map. Yeah, and then that's and then that takes over your screen as such. So mm-hmm. you have to look at that there while try and see where is anyone gonna attack you if you get me in real yeah. time. Yeah. So, so it's uh, not as dynamic as the Wii U where the where sometimes the the touch screen is gonna work and other times it's not. It's just it's just a flat this is not gonna work. Um, your the screen that you're using is basically a television, in which case you wouldn't be touching your your TV to input as well. Yeah, right. But so it's not going to change back and forth. Yeah, I, I found the Pro Controller better to play with Splatoon than I did with the gyro on a handheld. Oh, totally. I yeah, that's totally what I would expect. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So overall, like impressions, like are you like are you pumped to get? Did you get your pre order? See, the thing is, here in Ireland, we could pre-order early on anyway. Oh, okay. Like, I pre-ordered in GameStop in store in November, but I pre-ordered online as well just yesterday because I want to be safe. So at least, <laughs> it, you know, I have a backup if you get me. So yeah, yeah, totally. Do you get a sense that, like, this is going to be massive, that it's going to be hard to find? But the way Nintendo, you know, had to do things, like, the, the limit stock, you know, on purpose to make yeah. it. Like like with the mini NES classic, you know, mm-hmm. the stock was terrible. On you know, it's just a, it's a marketing scheme, and I understand. But people who want it can't even get it, you know. Yeah. So is it smart to you know you know release a few every couple of months, or do you release you know a million for talk's sake now and let everyone get it now? Mm-hmm. So it's a weird thing, I think. I've basically decided that I'm not going to be a crazy person when it comes to anything anymore. Like I've I've had my time with Amiibo where like I just I needed like whatever it takes I need to have it. But honestly, like for pre-orders especially, I don't think that I should be turned into a, a rabid person to be lucky enough to buy something. Like yeah. that to me is just kind of silly. And so if Nintendo wants to play their games, then they can. Chelsea and I ended up getting one, um, but, like, we weren't rushing out, especially, like, the first day. You shouldn't, even if it's the most popular thing in the world, you shouldn't be running out of pre-order stock months in advance on the very first day. Yeah. And so I, I was glad to see that that wasn't the case, that it looks like there is a healthy stock. It's a fine balance because I do want Nintendo to sell a boatload of these things because I really want this thing to be like my number one console. I want to have not just Mario, not just Zelda, but the other games because I am sold on the tech itself. I'm sold on the yeah. fact that it you can play it on the couch, you can pick it up, go to bed with it, wake up and then take it on the bus on the go. And I like that to me is the huge selling point, so I want as many games on this thing as possible. Yeah. So I just want to see them I want to see them do quite well. So I don't know if you got a chance to like, did you see the transition between handheld and TV mode? Like, where I'm curious as to is it as quick as we maybe like the way that I consider it? To, it looks like it's just snappy. You just pop it in, and it shows up on your TV. You take it out, and then it's there on yeah. your on your on your Switch. No, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see it in person. But like, I did see it on YouTube. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you pick it up, and then what is it like a button to change or something? The screen, and then you go. Oh, so, was it a button to change? It didn't just automatically recognize that? I'm not even sure. Yeah, so. 
I don't know. Is it, I, like I have to see in person myself, mm-hmm. you know. The, mm-hmm. But uh, the Joy-Con controllers are absolutely amazing. Like yeah. there's something else. Like this, this is like Wii. It's I, I think what they're doing is they're trying to bring the Wii back as such. But like Wii 2.0, if you get me. Nice. Yeah. But the but the HD Rumble, it's 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 so different. Yeah. It's like what the things you could do with this. Like if you were creating a first-person shooter game for Toxic for this console. Like you can feel every bullet being shot, you know, mm-hmm. like every sort of attack. Like it's just you can actually like like there with the whole glass of the ice cubes. Yeah. Like one of the games, one two switch, you could play was how many balls like, like marbles were in this box, and you could actually feel the roll and everything. You know. What? It's honestly, it's so legit. Yeah. It seems like that's not something that. Like, on its own, I don't know that necessarily that's a huge seller for, for people. But to me, like, yeah. I feel like like Rumble technology has become very generic over the years where something exciting is happening and all you, just, this thing is just, like, buzzing in your hand. Or you take a shot and it does, it does the exact same thing. Like, the, the sensation yeah. of firing a machine gun is the same as, like, an earthquake. And <laughs> those are two totally different things. Like, two very different things are happening yeah. in the game and in the world. But it feels the same. And it always just like, just in the last couple of years, it's kind of dawned on me that I'm looking at this thing buzzing around in my hand going like, that's kind of dumb. Why haven't, why aren't we better at that? So I'm glad that, like, I just don't know if necessarily this is what you lead with. Uh, this is nice. I'm really glad that they're, that they're enhancing this. Xbox One, of course, has a separate rumble pack sort of thing in, in each trigger. And there's yeah. definitely a no- notice there. Like, I, I definitely see a, a benefit to that. So it's nice to see that the that the Joy-Cons are taking that to the next level. I got a sense from the presentation that there was some form of like like it's a remote. Like can is there a way to point at either the the things on the screen or they also had this part on the presentation where they had it in front of your hand and it could recognize rock paper scissors. I don't know if they got into any of that stuff with you live at the uh, at the event. Well, like there was no sort of like uh, Wii Remote Action, you know, like do this here. Yeah. That I, I didn't see any of that, but maybe in one of the 1-2-Switch games you could do that. I I don't know. There was mm-hmm. one with a save you could do. I'm mm-hmm. guessing you do something like that. I couldn't tell you. But like I saw in the presentation, you can actually maybe like feel like like it knows where your hand is, if you get me. Like yep. that there. Sure. Uh, yeah, I wonder what that's going to be like. What were your biggest questions going into this thing? Like what what did you want to have answered going into a live event like this i guess i think i asked one of the uh, one of the girls there is what's the performance with like, is there any difference when in handheld mode compared to tv mode mm-hmm. and i think maybe she was just keeping it to herself i don't know but she was saying that it was 720p on you know a handheld and it, it upscales to 180p right on the tv yeah and that was kind of the only major difference but i didn't see she i think she mentioned something about frame rate as well for zelda yeah but i think that was that, that was all i was told but i'm you know to me anyway, i'm pretty happy about this system but yeah. that that's all I, I i i asked when i went when inside like but you just wanted to experience the whole thing yeah so you, you know, played like, mario kart 8 you played splatoon you you let everybody else go absolutely crazy about zelda did you get a chance to play any of the other new games that are coming out yeah i played arms as well arms oh how's arms I can see it is a bit – at first, it's a bit tricky, even though the, the concept is quite simple. Yeah. But, like, you have to, like, do this here to block. Sure, like, uh, yes. 
And yeah. then you like lean left and right to walk that direction, like hold the L button to run a thing and or to jump. It's quite simple. But some things like you have to do to I don't know, you can grab whatever. But like in the tutorial, there's like a tutorial match you can do at the start. And me and my friend James, you know, it was like it was going okay. And then when we got to the two matches, I just got a perfect knockout on the two of them. You know, so like even the guy was looking at me going like whatever. It was quite funny. But I just uh, kicked my friend's ass. So why not? <laughs> Did it feel like because I, I remember the, the boxing from Wii Sports. Did it feel like that? I, and what I mean by that is it was cool at first until you started yeah. realizing that it wasn't quite as one to one. It wasn't quite as accurate. And I don't know if this feels even better. It seems like there's more strategy involved. That's for sure. Yeah, I feel this is uh, a lot more one-to-one than the Wii remote is. Because, you know, like in, in Wii Music, for example, you're conducting away, And, yeah. like, the screen is ahead of you, you know. So it's like, do you go with the screen or do you go at your own pace? You know, when yeah, you're conducting. Yeah, you're playing it instead of yeah. actually, like, naturally conducting. Yeah, it's up yeah. on the screen at the, at the same time. Like, even the Wii, uh, sorry, the PlayStation Move is more realistic than sure. the Wii Motion Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but too realistic for that, I think, in that sense. But I think this is absolutely perfect, you know, this here system. It's like it actually moves when you're moving. It's just mm-hmm. they alluded in the presentation about arms and that. So they said like one two switch was the one that you pick up and play, and it's multiplayer, and it's uh, it's sort of seems like more of an arcadey experience. But they alluded to the fact of replayability and the depth of arms. I don't know if you got a sense of of that for, with your quick time with it. Like, is it a deep game? Is it? I think a lot. Like, obviously, visually, it looks like Splatoon. So I think people are kind of yeah. hoping, expecting that this has that those legs pardon the pun so i don't know hmm. if it, that's terrible <laughs> sorry is is there is there something here that we should be taking that we should be intrigued by see the thing is like as you know it's only like a lot, a lot of the games that you play is demo at these events true so you like uh, as a consumer we don't know what's the full package yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i I think this could be a big one. If I think if they do the right marketing, I think if they go for the way a Splatoon is, like someone said on uh, online, Splatoon is the shooter. You know, it's it's the game for shooters. You know, it's uh, and and Arms is like the, the the Splatoon of fighting games. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I could see that. Uh, but I think people might be get could be a bit agitated with the controls mm-hmm. more so than Splatoon. I know it's a learning curve, but you're physically actually doing this here. You know, mm-hmm. compared to Splatoon, you're only moving the the gamepad, like, you know, whatever, doing that there. Yeah, and so but, the only option, like, the only control style to play this is with the two Joy-Cons in your hand. There's no version of this with the Pro Controller or in handheld mode. Like, I don't know if that's even... It would be tabletop mode, I would imagine. That's the only way to play that not on the TV. Oh, yeah, I'm guessing tabletop is perfect because you need yeah. two... You need <laughs> just two joy cons. <laughs> ah, <laughs> sitting there yeah. on, your, on your desk, you just punch the Switch in the face. Yeah, we'll see lots of videos like when uh, when the Wii was first coming out and everybody was throwing their Wii remotes at the at the TV. Yeah, and playing yeah. tennis and whatever. So what else? What else is happening in in this day? That I mean, you're just so lucky that to be there and you play you play. Did you get a chance to play One Two Switch at all? Yeah, I played four games in One Two Switch. The first one was quite hilarious. Uh, it was Milk, where you oh milk the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel a little dirty? A little bit. But yeah. it, it, it was very funny, though. It was very funny. What is going on with that game? 
I think what they're trying to do is see. There's no game included with the Switch bundle, with the Switch package itself, which yeah, I think they should. I think they really need to add one to Switch to give, uh, you know, like like the depth and feel of what the Switch actually is. Mm-hmm. Because you're paying what? I don't know, but it is in Canadian dollars uh, or dollars, you know, as well. But like you're paying maybe 70 euro for this game or 60 oh, euro. Oh, wow. 70 euro for, for, for like, a, like a dummy game, you know, to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing when pe- when they showed it, I think everybody was thinking this is definitely the packing game. This is obviously yeah. the Wii Sports, and for them to kind of roll out, nah, not really. It's, it's this is a purchase game. Yeah. I think it's a bit of an, an issue, and I'm I'm hopeful that between now and March third that they're gonna do kind of like an infomercial thing where they give you like the base, and then they go, if you order now, you'll get all these things. You'll get two, or they just pack it in later. Where I don't know, like, and I don't know if that's necessarily a great approach either. But this has to be like a digital inclusion in the in the system. Okay, so overall, you you're now coming down. Uh, the emotions are back down. You're you're back home. What was your what was kind of like the big takeaway from this event? I just the whole experience. It's to me, it's new and it's fresh. Yeah. Like no, no pun intended. Like you know, Splatoon, keep it, stay fresh, whatever. Stay fresh. Ah, <laughs> it's 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 a different experience and that's what nintendo i think do best it's a new experience but to me my favorite game on the the event was mario kart 8 yeah it's i mean that's that's great because it's it's mario kart and that we should get a great mario kart i i but i'm hopeful for zelda as well yeah like uh, like i am going to get zelda because it's like it's the only game available pretty much on day one at the moment that's you know from Nintendo that's been announced. Yeah, and you know one two switch is there, but you know I'd rather get Zelda than you know one two switch. So what can people look forward to on your YouTube channel? Like what what kind of content are you going to be putting up over the next couple of days? Well, like I've already I've already uploaded like a highlights video of the the day. I, like I met Mario and Luigi, my my heroes. But that's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Uh, I met them, and like I've uploaded Mario Kart Eight footage already. Yeah, Splatoon Two footage. And just before we, we uh, maybe 10 minutes before we, we uh, started talking, my arms, was it arms? Oh, sorry, my one-two-switch footage rendered. So you, you will see some uh, milking doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, my gosh. I can't get over that. Oh, I will say I did actually play uh, Just Dance 2017. You didn't. I don't think they could get me to do that. Okay, see, the thing is, I'm a stage performer as well, you know, I sing. Of course you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course I am. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I was like, this, this, like, I don't care if I'm making a show myself. This would be so funny to get online. That is so and, awesome. No, what what just, song? You know, why not? Uh, all the single ladies. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. What's even funnier? The guy who was, I think the guy who was like, in, in charge of Just Dance 2017 was like a professional dancer because mm-hmm. you could see him before we even got onto the floor he, him just dancing away doing whatever yeah. and the two guys in front of me my friend I think they were professional dancers and I came first in the overall score at the end yeah you did <laughs> which is pretty ridiculous like that's awesome oh my gosh I can't wait to see that that's hilarious <laughs> all the single it's ladies yeah it's very funny yeah very good that's that's your whole other side. You just just throw Barry instead of Barry, and and you yeah, know, a yeah. whole series. 
Uh, very amazing dancing. That is that is awesome. Okay, so anything else to look forward to? Where can people find all of your stuff? Where can people find you on the internet? Well, if you're interested in stalking me on Twitter, not following me, stalking me on yeah. Twitter. I <laughs> know uh, you can't find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Vine, and Twitch. Uh, it's Nintendo Impact Gaming. If you go to youtube.com slash Nintendo Impact Gaming, you'll find loads of stuff like unboxings, yeah, podcasts, which I have to get you on as well. You know, I've been, you let's know, do it. dying for years to get you on. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I do, uh, yeah, unboxings, gameplays, exclusive content. I love getting early hands-on of, like, I focus a lot of indie games, you know, on mm-hmm. indie games. Because I feel that they don't get a lot of, you know, you know, uh, what's the word? Like support, as in you know, like uh, marketing and all that other stuff. Because they see like, stuff like EA or Ubisoft or Nintendo. It's like all the bigger companies to get all the focus compared mm-hmm. to indies. I think so. The smaller games, I love to show off. You know, I gotta, I gotta direct your attention to Johnny Casino because he's said almost literally the same thing. So he wants to do a whole uh, conversational show about indie games one at a time. So you guys definitely need to connect. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of indie, sorry, Bobby does call me the indie guru. The indie guru. There it is. You guys yeah. got to start your guru team. Of course, he, of course, he does. I'll pass. No thanks. Not with Bobby. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> work, I mean, working with him. Who's Bobby <sighs> again? Bobby Paul pa- Paul pa- Pauls. Um, Robert Pauls or something. <laughs> his name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert. As a Fight Club. Never mind. Uh, so we got. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about the Switch and telling your story and just opening up about that, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Can you believe it? We managed to fit in an origin story in there with a little bit of Nintendo Switch impressions. You need to check out that YouTube. You go over to youtube.com slash Nintendo Impact Gaming. Check out Barry's video. He's got some amazing music. The music is from Super Mario Galaxy 2. Probably some of the most magical, emotional. That theme song, just, I don't know. There's some chords in there. I don't know. The arrangement is beautiful. It just makes me makes me a little weepy, a little misty-eyed maybe. Just Just amazing choice of music my that's why it's some of my favorite but go look at it because barry uh is milking a cow you can see it you can see him stroking it's a real it's a real slow the stroking is uh visual it's um intentional pleasurable even maybe i don't know barry i I should have asked you should have asked you what the pleasure factor was i these are the things that i think of later on in the day so thank you so much to barry Done? Holy crap, I can't believe you touched a Nintendo Switch with your hands. With your beautiful, beautiful Romanian and Irish hands. And with you, you looked at it with your eyeballs. So thank you, and thank you to you for listening and, and being here. If you've been here a while, thank you. And if this is your first time, I hope you're back next week. I'm going to have some, some lovely chats with Johnny Casino. A lovely podcaster. So come back for that, and um, be sure... While you're perusing the, while you're surfing the web, go to wethenerdy.com because it hosts this beautiful podcast. There's links, there's trees, there's bites. I don't know. That's, do you, did you guys ever see Men in Tights? I love Robin Hood Men in Tights. Wethenerdy.com hosts this podcast. 
that's the reason we're all here and I'm appreciative of them and their team even if they didn't vote for Forza Horizon 3 as the overall game of the year I should probably talk about that at some point I, I feel like I've probably given the rundown of mine maybe I'll, I'll put an article of my we're getting a little late into the year but uh, we will post the overall game of the year from We the Nerdy this week I'll get around to that so check that out. It may surprise you. I've told one or two of you what that is. And in case you're still wondering, I feel like maybe I missed the boat. I should have I should have posted that a little earlier. But nonetheless, um, Chris Berto still streaming out there. Twitch.tv slash BT gaming vids. Uh, what else is going on? That's probably about it. Uh, the last thing I would say is that you can hear me once again on If We Ran Nintendo every week. That's with Bobby, the Nintendo Guru. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube.com. <gasps> Slash Nintendo Guru. Otherwise, this is episode 66 of We the Gamer Cast. It is now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I will be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!